Welcome to the Gutsy Wellness Podcast, where health empowerment meets heartfelt conversations. I'm your host, Dr. Mandy Patterson, functional naturopath and fertility expert. Each episode of the Gutsy Wellness Podcast is a journey through the most pressing health topics of our times, viewed through the lens of functional naturopathy and emotional empowerment. So get ready to get gutsy with me as we hop into today's podcast topic. Welcome back to the show today. I have recently discussed in past episodes naturopathic and functional medicine and how it is a different approach to traditional or conventional medicine. While both have their places, naturopathic and functional medicine excels in preventative or root cause medicine. After working in the conventional and holistic arenas for many years, there are certain high-level concepts that apply to everyone that I see. And honestly, Crap foods, stress, and toxins are the root of almost everyone's issues. We live in a high-paced society where productivity is a benchmark for worth. And unfortunately, we don't give ourselves permission to slow down and relax. As a busy practitioner in Mom to Six, I totally get it. This is a challenge for me as well. But there are some simple things we can do to move the needle on health, and we are going to discuss them today. So without further ado, I'm going to review some basic tenets of functional medicine before we dive into the top 10 health tips that will change your life and fertility. So from a functional perspective, each person is unique and everything in the body from a system standpoint is interconnected. So disease and dysfunction in the body is not random and does not occur in isolation. I'm going to give you an example here on a past client I had. I help a lot of women with infertility challenges, and based upon my years of helping hundreds of women with their health, I found that women are generally uneducated or uninformed on how lifestyle habits are impacting their health and fertility outcomes. Molly was 39 and had struggled with heavy periods and extreme PMS symptoms for years with debilitating headaches. She had tried to get pregnant for over a year with no luck. She had surgery to remove uterine fibroids and an ovarian cyst, and doctors discovered she had stage 3 endometriosis. She was told multiple times that she had poor egg quality, and she wanted to improve that so she could have a successful IVF transfer. Molly was so confused on where to start in getting her health back on track and where to start with lifestyle changes. She was a researcher, but was so confused about all the conflicting health information on the internet. Molly had attempted many different styles of eating, including plant-based, vegetarian, low-carb, and keto over the years, but she could never stick with a plan for long. She had been an, ex an avid exerciser at one point, but lately she was too fatigued to do more than walking. Prior to working with me, she was experiencing very heavy periods, including headaches, anemia, extreme fatigue, and not refreshed upon rising, constipation, cold hands and feet, post-nasal drip, and even decreased libido. She followed my gutsy fertility method, and we addressed these challenges, including adrenal and thyroid imbalances, gut infections and a parasite, food sensitivities and nutrient deficiencies, blood sugar dysregulation, chronic stress. And after about six months of optimizing her health, Molly's next IVF retrieval was successful, and she had a healthy baby girl. So another functional medicine viewpoint is that the body's natural state is one of wellness 
and root causes in the body is unique for each person. It's always trying to find homeostasis and symptoms in the body are flares that your body is setting off as warning signals. So it's important to pay attention to this, especially uh, if there's imbalances, blockages, and impairments somewhere. So I see this all the time with nutritional deficiencies that show up in labs. A woman may have a hypothyroid dynamic and we take a look at routine labs and we find that they have B12 deficiencies. And low B12 leads to symptoms such as hair loss, depression, low energy, and even weight gain. And vitamin B12 deficiencies can mimic those of hypothyroidism. They may also have a genetic defect such as MTHFR that makes it difficult for them to utilize the nutrient if it's not in the right form. And to make matters even more complicated, one of the main causes of B12 deficiency is low stomach acid. And low stomach acid is caused directly by low thyroid function. So low thyroid function can lead to B12 deficiency due to malabsorption, which in turn can cause symptoms that mimic hypothyroidism. If it is suggested that a person can take a thyroid hormone replacement, it does not actually fix the low B12 problem. So as you can see, there are multiple dynamics here influencing the symptoms of hair loss, depression, low energy, and even weight gain. And just giving a pill to fix this is not going to, it's not going to take care of the issue. Another tenet that I like to emphasize with my clients is that wellness includes the entire patient experience. And that includes mind, body, spirit components. And that active participation and belief in healing are central to their ability to get and remain well. This one is really, really important. Interestingly, Dr. Bruce Lipton, I'm a big fan of him. He's a neuroscientist and pioneer in the field of mind-body medicine. He's found that positive thoughts have a profound effect on behavior and genes, but only when they are in harmony with subconscious programming. And negative thoughts have an equally powerful effect. When we recognize how positive and negative thoughts can impact and control our biology, we can leverage this knowledge to create lives filled with health and happiness. So while the proper use of consciousness can bring health to an ailing body, inappropriate unconscious control of emotions can easily make a healthy body diseased. So, so now that we've discussed the importance of mind-body-spirit approach to health, let's talk about my 10 biggest health pearls that will change your life in fertility for 2024. These are concepts that I've gleaned from years of practice and working with hundreds of patients and clients. We're going to cover the first five for this episode, and then we'll, we will finish the last five in the next episode. So you're going to want to stay, stay tuned to this. Um, you'll really appreciate these insights. So number one, I do believe that there are three big contributors that repeatedly impact adrenal thyroid systems, the gut, detox pathways, hormones, and fertility. And these causes are crap, food, stress, and toxins. I know I've talked about this in episodes prior, but all three of these stressors impair both immune fu function and mitochondrial function, and they are the perfect storm in disease and dysfunction. And honestly, I find stress is the biggest deterrent of them all. Upwards of 75% of visits to the doctor are stress-related reasons. And at the end of the day, a person can have a perfect organic diet, exercise five to six times a week, and have great sleep habits, yet chronic stress can still cause de disease or death. Stress is subjective. 
It is typically driven more by the constant story we tell ourselves in our minds than the physical realities of our lives. Number two, as a naturopath and functional medicine practitioner, I believe that you are what you eat is overly simplified. And this is coming from someone that has struggled with weight for years. We are what we eat, digest, absorb, convert, and get past the cell membrane. Chronic stress impairs all of these, and eating hygiene and chewing well are critical habits that need to be considered when optimizing health. I really encourage my clients to eat in a relaxed state that is free of screens, computers, and distractions. On-the-go eating and always snacking impair digestion and leave the door open for malabsorption and digestion of nutrients, gut infections, and parasites, and really the list goes on. Number three, more than 2,000 years ago, Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine himself, said that all disease begins in the gut. I do see this all of the time in my practice, and I found that many people do not know that they have dysfunction because it shows up elsewhere in the body at a later point in time. Over two-thirds of our immune system resides in the gut in learning the status of our world based upon what we swallow. The intestinal tract is like a long, super long garden hose that forms a defensive barrier from what we eat and it prevents harmful substances from reaching the bloodstream. If this barrier becomes compromised, many times due to crappy foods, stress, and toxins, and it usually is a combo of the three above, and harmful substances get passed, inflammation can occur anywhere in the body. Everyone is unique and manifests disease and dysfunction in the body differently. Some women may end up with a PCOS dynamic, while other ones may have Hashimoto's hypothyroidism or another autoimmune disease such as rheumatoid arthritis or celiac. The microbiome is a weird and fascinating world, and it may shock you to know that there are 10 times more bacterial cells than human cells. In fact, most of your DNA is in your microbiome. A common thread in disease processes are lack of bacterial diversity and an overall decrease in good bacteria. Babies receive a great deal of their body's natural supportive flora from their mother during birth and breastfeeding. C-section deliveries, the use of frequent and early antibiotics, and formula feeding all limit the amount of good bacteria that babies are exposed to, and this can impact their health for many years down the road. Number four, the top American deficiencies are magnesium, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D, zinc, deep sleep, movement, and joy. As a naturopath, I am all about my people getting their nutrients from food, but our soil is so deficient these days that I do believe that supplementation for many is helpful. Modern agricultural practices have stripped nutrients from our soil, which does have a direct impact on the food and how it's sourced. Interestingly, a landmark study in 2004 led by Donald Davis at the University of Texas looked at the nutritional data from 1950 to 1999 for 43 different vegetables and fruits and found rapid declines in the amount of protein, calcium, phosphorus, iron, riboflavin, vitamin B2, and vitamin C over the past century. 
the researchers hypothesized that the declining nutritional content was due to the very agricultural practices used to improve traits of the plants, such as the size, growth rate, and pest resistance versus the actual nutrition. Another study found that we would have to eat approximately eight oranges today to get the same amount of vitamin A our grandparents got 50 years ago. A study completed at the Cushy Institute Analysis of Nutrient Data from 1975 to 1977 found that the average calcium levels in 12 fresh vegetables dropped 27%, for iron levels 37%, vitamin A 21%, and vitamin C by 30%. This does not even address the massive amount of herbicides and pesticides that are sprayed on our foods and the frequent antibiotics that are used in our animals. And if one were to dive into the foundations of health, the average American gets less than seven hours of sleep at night, and 50 to 70 million adults in the U.S. are affected by sleep disorders. In 2023, the National Center for Health Statistics estimated that only about 23% of Americans are meeting physical activity guidelines, which does explain why our lifespans are shrinking. We know that physical activity reduces many major mortality factors, including arterial hypertension, type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, coronary artery disease, stroke, and cancer. All-cause all mortality is decreased by about 30 to 35% in physically active as compared to inactive people. And then there's the good old joy factor and general happiness. A poll in 2020 found that just 14% of American adults say they're happy, which is down from 31% in 2018. So the question is, how do we take back or create more joy in our lives? It has been suggested that approximately 40% depends on intentional activity, believe it or not. So this is why the simple practice of gratitude journaling can be so effective in behavior attitude change. And having a spiritual practice has a real impact here as well. We know that people with faith tend to be healthier, live stronger, and have higher levels of subjective well-being. And this leads into number five. The thyroid health is extremely important in the optimization of health. And TSH is not the end-all be-all, which is portrayed in conventional medicine. And this is really, really important in the field of infertility. And I risk my credibility here, but I can't tell you how many times a conventional doctor has gaslit my clients into thinking that holistic or alternative providers that do full thyroid panels are fringe, cray-cray, or nuts. Honestly, it's just exhausting. Ironically, a TSH level is an indirect marker of thyroid health and actually a pituitary hormone. So if you're exhausted dealing with cold sensitivity, constipation, dry skin, irritab irritability, or hormone or fertility issues, I urge you to find a holistic provider that will do a full thyroid panel on you and will work with you on this. It is not acceptable to simply run a TSH, and if that level lands within the conventional range, which is quite broad, to send you on your way and tell you you're fine. I urge you, listen to your gut here and don't delay in taking action. It is important to know that many things can influence thyroid health, including crap foods, stress, and toxins, in high estrogen and high or low cortisol levels can also be part of this equation. 
Another important thing to note for all my women that are of childbearing years is that those that have a propensity to have thyroid issues, pregnancy can actually be a common trigger. During the third trimester, women can become Th2 dominant and during the postpartum period can become Th1 dominant. Many women notice that thyroid challenges arise after they have children. I actually fell into this category. So from a holistic standpoint, pregnancy can be a trigger for autoimmune Hashimoto's hypothyroidism when combined with other risk factors such as stress, gut infections, insulin surges or blood sugars that are uncontrolled, gluten intolerance, and even environmental toxins. In the next episode, I will be diving into five more health tips or pearls that will change your life and fertility. So follow along and stay tuned. We appreciate the likes and shares as I want to help as many women possible find the path to healing and taking back their health. You made it to the end of the episode. Let's keep this gutsy wellness party going with some next steps to empower you along your wellness journey. In the show notes for this episode, you'll find a choose your own adventure list of links that will guide you from where you go next from fertility and hormone success guides to the gutsy wellness membership to in-depth blog posts and discovery calls. You'll find everything you need to take your next gutsy step until the next episode. Have an awesome empowered day.